This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Reveals explaining what you sowed, what we spoke a little bit about in a moment from Richard Mayim Wolgenstern, about how the Amuna the Yichud Hashem, and how we understand that belief in Hashem Echad, Hashem is one, how that Amuna was revealed throughout time in different stages, how it was revealed and progressively progressively towards the final shlav, which is that of the Ur of Mashiach, which is that taste of the end of time that we have with Teres Abalsha. And he brought from Repinchus Courage, so that's where we that's where we stopped last, that's where we ended last week. So on page eighteen, in the middle of the page which says Inyan Zehu Hayasid Hamerkazi Shatarzachsidas. If you don't have it, then I'm sorry, just uh, try to listen and I'll explain. Inyan Zehu Hayasid Hamerkazi Shatarzachsidas Shagil Habashanta Vakal Halichasaha. This Inyan that it says in Kahelis, Esakol Osa Yofa Bi'ito, that Hashem revealed the meaning of Hashem Echad, of what that means, that Hashem is one, that He revealed that meaning, the meaning of those words, Hashem Echad, in a deeper way, in a more inclusive and comprehensive and complete way, as we get closer to Mashiach Tzakeinu, the Giluyim of Elokus and Hashem's oneness becomes more and more clear. As we learned last week, the difference between the state of that Amuna, as it was known and revealed in, in the earlier times by the Rishayim, and then later on, and then later on, by the by the uh, by the Ari, by the Zara Kodesh, the Arizal, and then finally by the Baal Shem Kodesh. So Inyan Zehu Hayisayd Hamarkazi Shatarus Chesidus Shegila Baal Shem Tov Akol Halid Chaser. This Inyan of Hashem Echad is the is the centerpiece, is the foundation of Tarus Chesidus that was revealed by the Baal Shem Tov. The Kol Halid Chaser. And all of the and all of the minhagim, all of the teachings, all of the minhagim of the Balshem and the Darach Balshem revolve around this new revelation of the meaning of Hashem Echad and Hashem is one. Darach Yachasidus Shehidrich Marena Balshem Tov Kigon. The ways of Chasidus that the Balshem Tov taught us Kigon. Hemuna Hataher Bashgacher Pratis are called Pratu Prat. The belief, the pure and simple belief in Ashgacha Pratis, I'll call Prat or Prat, in every single detail of existence of creation. Which, when you look in the Rambam, you look in Mar Nevuchim, there, there are different madregas of Ashgacha, and when it comes to animals and other, and, and uh, plants and daimain, the, the Rambam had a different view. The Rambam who led the Rishayim had a different view. 
as far as Hashgacha was concerned. But by the Balshamtiv, the simple and pure belief in Hashgacha brought this on, on where every single leaf falls, and where where when a rock is turned over. The emphasis in Chasidus on the Pasuk of to know Hashem in all of your ways, in everything that we've been discussing for over a year. And the, and the natural outcome of this way of looking at Hashem Echad, which is the chashivas of, of serving Hashem in Gashmis as well, in everything, in eating, in, in, how we, in how we tie our shoelaces, in every single thing that we do. It's the natural outcome of this revelation of the meaning of Hashem Echad. Is Avodah Hashem Yachid Magashmias that we were talking about for a few weeks some time ago, the union of eating, the Avodah of Achila. You remember not just that I should have the strength so that later on I'll be able to learn, but that eating itself is an act of holiness. Eating itself is an act of holiness. This is the result of, of the Balshemtov's understanding, as it was revealed at the end of time, this aura of Mashiach of what it means Hashem Echad. And Hashem Echad means the food as well. It means the food. And eating is itself an act of expressing Yichud Hashem, potentially, if we, if we understand it, if we think about it, if we, if we know what we're doing. The Chashivas of Hashem Yachad HaMagashmas, Azov Tazov Imo, which the Hashem and the Talmud Hashem explained, is the body itself, the goof itself, is is a part, is part of Avodah Hashem. All of the teachings of Chassidus are the result of this great Chiddush that everything is God. That Hashem revealed at the end of time through the Balshamtiv the meaning, the deeper meaning of Hashem Echad. Since the Balsham Tov taught, ain't oid mamish. There is nothing. Mamish is nothing else. Our filu b'nevroim. Our filu b'nevroim. There's nothing else. In all that exists. Imkain, kol prat, shakar b'nevroim. Therefore, whatever is taking place in existence, on any level of existence, not just in shul, not just in learning, not just in mitzvahs, but in any level of existence, even with rocks and plants, is a chilek, is an expression, a manifestation of that absolute unity. And there's a kavana elokis, we don't understand necessarily what the kavana elokis is in every single prat, every, every detail. Of existence, we don't we don't understand. But and to the degree that we're able to understand, and to use everything in life as a way of serving Hashem, that's the natural outcome of the understanding of the Balshamt of Hakadosh, as it was revealed to him by Hashem, and the Novi Achiyashilami, his teacher, his Rabbi, of what it means, Hashem Echad. The Kaven Shakar, 
And because of this, Avedus Hashem Eina Aidei Ha'av Shatav Ayitziyah Ma'amusogim Agashim. Serving Hashem does not mean, does not mean to leave our physical senses, our way of understanding. <coughs> it doesn't mean something that's beyond. Hashem is to be found even in Nevroim Hagashmim, all that exists. And everything reveals Hashem in the shape, in the name, in the quality of everything that exists, this Elokus. Everybody knows the way of the Balsham, that the Balsham did not sit in the base matters all day. They used to go, they used to journey and go around to all the different places where Jews lived. And he took a very deep interest in their matzav, both their physical matzav and their spiritual matzav. And he had tremendous pleasure, the Balshamtiv, going going to the Shtetlach and these little villages and hearing simple Jews and how they would say, how they would say, and thanks to Hashem, and Baruch Hashem. Admor, my right, means the Friedrich Lubavitcher Abisipir. Shapam told us, told how Shapam, this Dhamma Balsham Tulu Bes Medrish, Boishtachain, Poish, Shalomar Roiv Shaose Imama. It's a famous story, there are different there, there are different versions of the story, but the basic story is that the Balsham went to a uh, certain Bes Medrish, and there there was a Parish, there was a Tamil Chacham that was sitting, somebody who did nothing else but sat in the Bismedrish and learned. And already more than 50 years, this Jew didn't come into contact with anything physical in the world. He was totally separated from the world. Just that he needed to exist. How are you? How do you feel? Parish and Orgless, a Kerak Rak with the Vitara. This Parish is, he was accustomed to only talk about the Vitara and spiritual matters. His Rages, he got angry, Lemishma Shailos, Ela Vileon. This stranger comes in and asks him, How are you? How's your Panasa? How are you feeling? He got he got annoyed with the Balshamtiv and his questions, and he didn't answer. Abolshamtiv Shal, Shuv, Shuv, and the Balshamtiv kept on asking him. So how are you feeling? How's it going? You know, how the wife, how the kids, what's going on? The Vashantav kept on asking. A parish, I know, I know. And the parish is not answered. Just like shooing the Vashantav away, like stop stop bugging me, who are you? Stop bothering me. I'm learning. Only Vashantav. So Vashantav said to him, so the Vashem said to him, how come you're taking away the HaKosh Baruch Hu's Parnasa? Why don't you allow Hashem to have a Parnasa? Koser Betelman, this person, this Tamil Chacham, what are you talking about? So, so the, so the Vashem Tov explained to him, it says in Tehillim, Vata Kodosh, Yoshev Tehillah Yisrael. So you all know it's a very famous version of Vashem The Vashem said to him, Ata Kodosh, 
Hashem's Kedusha, Hashem's holiness, His Kedusha in this world, is Yoshev, it, it exists, it's here, due to Tehilos Yisrael, because of Jews praising Him. Gashbohu Yoshev, Yoshev means, was used in the vernacular, Zitzt, Hashmusa Yigam Yoshev Yigam Espanis. In Yiddish, Zitzt means that he's able to, to exist, which means he has a spinosa. The Baruch Shalom Zitzt, he, he sits. It's just meaning it's a lotion to say that to have a panos, he's able to exist. Hashem's Yoshev, where is Hashem's existence come from in this world? From when Jews say, Baruch Hashem, when you ask somebody, how is how you doing? He says, well, thanks, thank God I'm doing okay. From that, Hashem's Baruch sits in the world. Hashem is sitting in the world. From Jews saying, Baruch Hashem, from Jews remembering him and thinking of him every, in every moment of their lives. Hashem has tremendous nachasuach. Remember, you saw when Jews say the words, Baruch Hashem and Tagel Hashem. The Rebbe spoke about in one of the Sikhs. The Rebbe was talking about this story. Vishalm he asked, Madua his onion about Shantav Echel al Parish Benagel and Yonah when Yonah Vagashim. Why did the Balshemtav Davki ask this Tamukhachim about how his Parnas is going, you know, how his wife is doing, how's the how's the family? He sees that he's a very firm guy. The Balshemtav sees this guy's really very firm. He sees that all this person does is he sits all day long in the Vismedrish and learns. So that kind of a person, you don't ask him, you know, what do you think of the World Series, or what do you think about uh, President Trump? You ask him, you ask him, you know, what are you learning? Right? That's what this guy does. You ask him, well, how's the learning go? What do you learn? You talk to him and learning. That's also, it's also part of the world. You could have asked him, how's the learning going? This is the Rebbe's question. You could have asked him, how's the learning going? And that Jew would have said, Baruch Hashem. I'm learning, you know, whatever, Chul and Dav Chav Beis. Baruch Hashem is going very well. Could have asked him, he could have gotten a Baruch Hashem out of him another way. He could have squeezed a Baruch Hashem. How's the davening? Or he could have said, quite, thank God, the davening goes well. Why do you have to ask him, how's your cow feeling? You could have asked him, you could have asked him a, a more Ruchnistic question. You see the guys at Tamar Chachami sitting there. Why Dav Ki ask him such a plain thing? To get a Baruch Hashem. The Bosham took care of him. How's the learning going? And the Jew would have said, Baruch Hashem, it's going well. And then that would have been Hashem's Parnasa. Baruch Hashem, my learning's going well. It would have also been Hashem's Parnasa. It's also uh, Hashem's business, Jew's learning. So it's a good Parnasa. Why Davke something in, in, in Gashmi's? That's what the Rebbe asked this question on the story. Harebi Beer, the Rebbe explained. Obviously, the Balsam Tavakadosh was making an important point to that parish, to this Tamachachim that's sitting for 50 years. He's making, he's making the point. And this story, this little story, this harmless, cute little story contains within it to really the whole Derech HaChassidus of the Balshamta. The Balshamta was not against this guy learning. That's great. The, the, the Balshamta also liked to learn. And and there's nothing, there's no problem with the guy sitting and learning. 
That's not this. That's not that. That's not the issue. His learning. The problem is that the Balshamta was saying to this Jew, "Rebid, you're, you're a precious person. You're a precious Jew. And Hashem has nachas from your learning, but you should know. You think that you think that the only place that God exists is in your learning. You think that the only place that God exists is, is in the Bismajish. You look down because the Balshamta knew with the Jew is, You look down at the at the Jews that are milking their cows." You look, you look down to Jews that are you know, greasing the axles of their wagons. And, and uh, you look down at these people, the ones that say, like, thank the Creator that my cow gave some milk today. You look, you look down at them. Because in your worldview, the only way of serving God, or the truest and deepest way of serving God, is by what you're doing. And that the world is a place, Ki'ilu, without God. And that, the, and that the act of milking a cow is not godly. And that eating is something which is not a way of serving Hashem. You sit and starve yourself over here for 50 years. Well, you're wasting away, and, you're, and probably his wife and kids already died or something. And you're and you're sitting here like this. <coughs> Kilu, this is the only way to serve Hashem as well. Hashem is not found only in spirituality. Hashem is in everything. That's the chiddush of the Balshamta. Again, as it is revealed to him. And of course it's hinted at, it's, it's hinted at everywhere in Tanakh and everywhere in Chazal and so on. And, and the Rishodim were, were, were circling it and alluding to it. But it, but it was the Balshamta's responsibility to bring that out to the world in the clearest way and to make that the centerpiece of his entire Torah that we've been learning now for this for this past period of time, ain od mavada, leis as upon him we know, vata mechayi is kulam, memalik kol amim, sarev kol amim, leis as upon him we know. There is nothing without God. There is no place without God. Therefore, the Balshemt of Davke is this Talmud Chacham. So, how you feeling? How you feeling? How's life going? Not just how's your learning. And the way to become one with Hashem, to connect to Hashem, is not by disappearing from the world. It's not by running away from the world. It's not by having nothing to do with Gashmis. It's by seeing that Emes of Elokuz and all that exists, and all that exists. Gamagashmi, even in physical things. And that's expressed even in something so simple. In the simplest, simplest things that if you want to have, if you want to have food, it's really gishmak. You go to the chesedim. You know that. Like if you ever get stuck someplace, it's much better to be stuck by chesedim than by litvax. Because you're for sure going to have more oil in your kolul. You know that. You're going to have a gishmak yashabas. Not to say that the, that the other people are starving. But food took on, a, took on another level of significance and importance. Of course, without elokus, that becomes just fressing. That's, I'm not saying that's a good thing, necessarily. But even something so simple as that, 
to 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 care about something as as simple as that. Well, others would say, what's the difference what the food tastes like? That's where that began. Because where it goes to, it can go to all kinds of silly things. But the beginning of it is, that everything is a lukus. Everything is a lukus. Everything is gishmak. The world is gishmak. Everything is delicious. Everything is a lukus. physical things as well. Until the Boshamtiv, it was understood, it was given, that the way to connect to Hashem, was by separating oneself from, from Gashmias. God is to be found in Ruchmias, not in Gashmias. And therefore, if you want to connect to God, you got to get out of the Gashmias. Of course, even according to the Bolshanta, there needs to be a refinement of Gashmias. A refinement. And an obsession with, with Gashmias is going to certainly take one away from Hashem and distract one from connecting to Hashem. But the Tachlis until the Bolshan was by leaving Gashmias. Therefore, this Tamachacham and others like him, the less that they ate, and Yashan Pachas, and the less that he slept, the Diva Pachas, the less that he spoke, he felt that he's getting closer and closer to Hashem. Less eating, less sleeping, less talking. That's a way of getting closer to Hashem. That's the only way to get closer to Hashem. according to this way of looking at things, the world is at war with Hashem. The world is conflicting God's oneness. It's at odds with Hashem. That was, that was the world view. The world is at odds with Hashem. And the Chavaz Lovis writes that, that every single additional piece of, of this world that a person that a person indulges in is at, on the cheshben of the other world. That that way of seeing things is what was before the Bolshamtiv. The world is at odds with Hashem Echad. The world is soisel achdus Hashem. Everything that exists in Gashmi is is a steer of that, conflicts with Achdus Hashem. And therefore, those people were able to eliminate, to whatever degree possible, this world from their lives. They were the only ones who understood or were seen as people who were able to connect to God. Obviously, that would affect the way that they looked at other Jews who were not able to do that, as being, as, as, as losing to the world, as opting for the world instead of God. And only those who separated from the world were on God's side. And there was this terrible division between Jews and between Jews and the world and so on. 
ככל שממעטים בו, and to the degree that one decreases his connection to the world, miskarvim yoselachdus. That's how it was understood. You get closer to Hashem Echad. By there being nothing else in your life, that's, then you're closer to Hashem Echad. So therefore the greatest hero and the greatest the greatest heroes in Sadiqim in the eyes of uh, of of the Jewish people from before the Balshamtov were those who who left their who left their families and who who for the entire week and would and would just return for Shabbos who had nothing to do with this world. Who separated themselves entirely from the world, who abhorred the world. Because the world is at odds with the creator of the world. Therefore, as we learn, as far as using things of this world, was only understood as a means of getting to the Ruchnius, as we learned a few weeks ago. So in order that a person should have the strength to learn, unfortunately and tragically, he has to eat and he has to sleep. So it's terrible. But he has to eat and he has to sleep. He has to give in. He has to give in to the world. And in that respect, whatever he's eating, he's losing to the world. Whenever he's sleeping, it's a concession to the world. He's conceding to the world. He's conceding to the world. This this nowadays in, in a very obvious in a very obvious and and, and strange way has made itself a way of life in many among many 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 Jews to say kilo any, any time the person leaves the yeshiva and he goes to work he's losing to the world he's a, and he's a loser essentially he's conceding to the world he's a loser if he'd be a truly if he'd be a truly successful Jew he wouldn't be going to work he wouldn't have to leave the mismanagers only the only those Jews who are losing to the world but delays brayer the father's money ran out the father's money ran out the government uh, made some evil decree that you know that you're not getting uh, you're not getting uh, the stipend that you wanted that that was keeping you alive until now. So now that Achishverus made the decree, you have to you have to make this terrible concession and you have to you know go to go to earn a living. That was a worldview that that was a worldview that that that, that worldview is rooted in in in. Um, the old order of things. It's not the it's not the order of the Balshamtim, it's not the order of Mashiach. It's the old order. And the words that I'm just saying now would be seen by in many circles that of those wonderful people as being absolute heresy and happy curses. Right? They're wrong. And it's not because of, not because of what I'm saying, this simply that's wrong. It's the not moving along with the times. Again, it's, every situation is different, and this by no mean, by no stretch of the imagination, by saying that it's not wonderful for Jews to be able to sit and learn if they can. It's wonderful to learn, but the view of work as being something which is a concession to to the world and losing to the world, and making it impossible for me to be a a, a ruchniyistic person and, and to be an eved Hashem, so that every every person that that, that is leaving the Bismarck feels that now that's the end of his ruchnius. My ruchnius is done because I have to go to work. 
and that the wife is embarrassed because all of her uh, brothers are, are sitting and learning and only her husband is a loser that has to go to work. This terrible, terrible, dark way of looking at, at life is a throwback to pre Shamtiv. That's where it comes from. And of course it's affected the Svardim, it's affected the Chassidim in, 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 in a very, very uh, extreme way to look at things that way. To look at Gashmis as having no Tarchen Eloki, no content that is godly, that's, that's bereft of Elokus. The world is not a place of Elokus. The world is threatening your Elokus. How are we going to somehow make it through the world without being affected by the world or not or not giving in to the world? Mr. Balsantov, of course, agreed not to lose to the world, but to to reveal the locus that's in the world, to connect to the locus that's in the world. Now, one of the tiniest, of course, is that this is very hard to do, and and if I leave the base managers, I'm going to lose. I'm not going to manage, you know, on Wall Street. It's not going to work out, going to some, you know, firm in Tel Aviv. I'm just going to lose. And it's hard to argue that. That's true in many cases. That, uh, but but that's, that's because there's a conditioning. From the beginning, when they're children, the conditioning is that the only real way of serving Hashem, and, and the only real way of serving Hashem is by sitting in Abyss Medrash. And the world, is a, the world is a scary, terrible place, and there's no way to be victorious in the world. There's no way to, to be out in the world and to serve God in that way. And this is over and over and over. Every single, every single shmuz, every single sikh is about how all, all you could do is to learn. That's the only way that you're going to be you're going to save yourself. So even if you see no hasloch in your learning, even if you're mediocre or less than mediocre in your ability to learn, you have no choice, because if you leave the Bismarck, you're going to be destroyed, you're going to be devoured by the world. You'll be destroyed by the world. This is what's being taught. This is this is a way of Yiddishkeit that's being over, given over to hundreds of thousands of Jewish children from the beginning of their lives. You're going to be devoured by the world, you're going to be destroyed by the world. Because the world is not a place of elokus, the world is the world is just a, there to take away your elokus, to take away your connection to God. So the only way to remain connected to God is by remaining in the base medrash. Ah, you haven't learned in the last forty-five years, really more than an hour or two a day. The rest of the time you're just dragging around, walking around, you know, with a cup of coffee and you know your scarf around your neck, even though it's seventy degrees out. You know, I'm talking if you've been in there just so. <laughs> I was I was there. It was a beautiful day. It was like sixty degrees and sunny. You see people walking around, men walking around with gloves and scarves. And, you know, it's just like weak, Rachmanis. You know, with that for the fortieth cup of coffee. These are people that are on the payroll. Someone's paying for these people to be sitting and learning. Just don't have a cheshek. That's about the ones that do have a cheshek and that are the greatest heroes of our people. They just don't have a cheshek. They just, but to leave is not a choice, because to leave means that you've lost. You've lost to the world. You're you're going to a place where there's no God. At least at least somehow stay connected. Stay to this matters. Even if you spend most of your time with your head on the table or, you know, falling onto the floor from the extended dropping on on, on your head or something. Even if you have, even if you learn an hour or a half hour a day, but just hanging around from people, 
being in a firm place, being in the Bismedrash, that's, that's going to save you from the world. It's going to save you from the world. But to actually to go after the world means that, you, that you've given up. You've surrendered to the world. You've lost to the world. That's a very, very dark and terrible worldview that's old-fashioned, that's already a long time, a long time ago already, from the Balshantav HaKadosh, that already is. That already, that, that already was finished. But this continues on in certain quarters and it's causing tremendous damage. At the same time that, that they're wonderful how many people are learning, but it's also causing unbelievable damage, unbelievable damage to families and to, to, the, to the self-respect that people have and so on and so forth that, that you all know. What is it, David, see? You're itching to... <laughs> I, I, I was just trying to... Uh, Put into perspective that the Rambam or the, the Chavetz Chaim or was it Mamisha a Bidyevid or was there some kind of real appreciation for interaction with the world and keeping the the you know the Chavetz Chaim keeping the, the dinim and everything was it Mamisha always a Bidyevid or was it any kind of lahkila? I never said the word Bidyevid. No. The Rambam, I never. You ever hear me say such a thing? No, I'm asking. You know, things changed with the Baal Shem Tov and perspective changed. It's not just a perspective, it's a reality change. That, that the, Rambam was, the Rambam was Kodesh Vitar, beyond anything we could possibly understand. That, 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 he originally that, started out full-time working until his brother died, so maybe... That, 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 the, 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 Rambam, the Rambam was the, the highest and greatest that a Jew could be. The Chavetz Chaim is Kodesh Vitar. Kodesh Vitar was that dude. The, the, why, why you bring the Chavetz Chaim was the fact that they worked though was that a bidyevet or they wanted to I, I don't I, you're talking about they're personally using it as an example the Rambam from we see from his writings that the Rambam certainly was hoping to be able to be stay, to stay focused all the time on on, on his learning and on his, on his writing and so on but the uh, eventualities of life and the death of his brother as you mentioned forced him to Engage more in, in matters of this world. As far as as far as the Chavis Chaim is concerned, and how we made a living by selling his farm. But this would would, would would these great people have preferred to remain all day in the Bismedrish? Would they have preferred? I'm sure they would have preferred. But they didn't the main point here is not is not if they would have preferred that. The main point is that when they went out into the world, was that something to be ashamed or embarrassed of? Was that something to be ashamed of or to be embarrassed of? That's, that's the point that we're talking about. And the, even to this day, going out into the world is something which is considered to be, in certain quarters of our people, to be shameful. To have to go to work is shameful. It means that it means a bedevit, that your life is a bedevit. It's a very, very dangerous for regular people, not the Rambam and the Chavetz Chaim, but for, for the rank and file to look at their lives as being Bedevin. You could be certain the Rambam did not see that himself as a Bedevin, nor did the Chavetz Chaim see himself as a Bedevin. But the, but the rank and file of Am Yisrael, for simple Jews to see their lives as being Bedevin and look at themselves as being second-class citizens, it's extremely, extremely discouraging and dangerous. And this is the Chiddush of the Balshamtiv. 
האחדוס המוחלטת של הקדוש ברוך הוא היא אפילו בנבריים. That the absolute achdus, that Hashem Echad, is in everything that exists. Afilu b'nevrayim. Even in things that are domain, tzamech, inanimate objects, plants, and so on. L'chein, therefore, the emphasis in the way the Balshamtav was, was it's on the Pasuk, b'chol drech echad ha'ayu. In all of your ways, know Hashem. Everything that you do, the point is to do it in a way to give nachas ruach to Hashem how you conduct yourself in business, and so on. It's b'chol drachecha de'ayu. B'soich drachecha. In the drachem of your life. In whatever you're doing. In yoni ha-gashmi yis'atzmam, in physical matters as well. De'ayu, no Hashem. Teda v'tiras HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to know and to see, to experience HaKadosh Baruch Hu and everything that you're doing. HaParush, that Talmud Chachem in the story of the Baal that we just learned, Ra'as HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'Gemar Belvad. So the Rebbe explained, he only saw HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Gemara. That's that world view. He only saw HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Gemara. And therefore, to him, the second that you close the Gemara, you're saying bye-bye to Hashem. V'ilu ha'alechem sh'achal, and as far as having to eat the bread that he ate, because you can be sure that that's all this person would eat, a little piece of bread. V'ilu ha'alechem sh'achal, em tzoy belvad, the kimaguf, is just a way of keeping the body going. It's just an unfortunate, it's an unfortunate consequence to Adam and Chava making a mistake in Gan Eden on their level. So before that parish would have his, his little piece of bread, he would give a crash and say, ah, look oh, what other Mauritian did. Because of him, I have, to, I have to have this piece of bread. If it wouldn't be for the Mauritian, or in this week's parish, if it wouldn't be for the Chaita Egel, there we had a second chance to get, get, get rid of this whole business of having to eat. And if, and if we wouldn't have sinned with the Egel, and repeated what happened with other Mauritian, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to have this piece of bread, and I wouldn't have to interrupt my learning, with, with the, and I wouldn't have to worry about, uh, about, about uh, finding, uh, finding this piece of bread somehow, making some, some, uh, <coughs> making some pranas. That in HSL it's come to a point where there, where there's such desperation among certain people, that the natural consequence of that is that there are going to be less, there's going to be less care taken among individuals when it comes to legalities, about doing things legally. If a person has enough money from his parnasa, and, he's, and he has what to provide for his family, he doesn't have to cheat or steal. He doesn't have to cut corners when it comes to paying taxes and government regulations and so on and so forth. There's a whole mentality that comes from looking at the world as, as, as a place that is dead, that is dark, and so on. It just creates a certain... Uh, the poverty creates a certain desperation. This is not to say, Chaz that that any significant percentage of people that are, that are, are God forbid, that are Jews that are stealing, but a certain desperation comes from this 
way of looking at, at life as being at odds with my ruchnias. And then what could happen for, as a result of that is that you start to cut corners when it comes to this is this is uh, across the board. Not, but I'm not saying this is by this kind of Jew or that kind of Jew, but and there are other reasons that contribute to this, that playing games with money and not being airlift with money, not being 100% honest with money. It has a lot to do with our experience in history, with our enemies and many other things, but but, but also it has to do with with seeing um, the seeing Panos as something which is out of the outside of the realm of Elokus. And by paying less attention, naturally, as a result of that, paying less attention to Chayshim Mishpat. Chayshim Mishpat is, is not the favorite part of Shulchan Aruch. Say it, but that's the truth. Again, I'm not talking about a, a, a majority of people, a minority, but Chayshim Mishpat is not the favorite part of Shulchan Aruch. It's not the favorite part of Chayshim Mishpat, of Yiddish guy. And unfortunately, our our uh, our enemies see that in us, and it's embarrassing. It's a chilasha to be erlich at work, and to see that as something that, to see and to see work as something which is valuable and important, and a way of serving Hashem, and not to forget Hashem when you leave the base matters, and not to forget Hashem when it comes to filling out your tax forms. That everything is everything is elokus, and everything is bechol and there is nothing, and there is no place without God. But if you see that Hashem is only in ruchnias, that Hashem is only in the besmedrash and the mikveh and the yeshiva and so on, that means that Hashem is only arachai and yerdeya and Evan and Evan Ezra is also not so high up on the list. How you look at your wife, how you look at your relationship with your wife. That's, uh, she's also not from the Bismedrus. Your wife doesn't come from the Bismedrus. She's not part of your life in the Bismedrus. The same way that your Panos is not part of the life in the Bismedrus. It's outside of the Bismedrus. The world of the Bismedrus consists of Shabbos and Sijas and Kashas and Hilchas Pesach and Archaim and Yerdeh. Archaim and Yerdeh. When it comes to Evan Hazer and Chesha Mishpat, much of that is already outside of the Bismarck. So, naturally, what's going to happen is that Archaim and Yerdeya are going to be the stars. That's going to be the most important. And, and, uh, and Evan Hazer and Chesha Mishpat are going to be. Because that's already about the world, about the world. And just because you're learning a sugya in the zikin doesn't mean that you're an honest person. Because that too could be just a piece of lantus. It's a piece of tarot de visa But what about, the, what, about that, what about that piece of lantus and how it affects you as far as paying taxes is concerned? And as far as gezel akum, stealing from a guy is concerned? And so on and so forth, without getting into more pratim. What about that? Again, this is just as big a problem by the chassidim as it's by the non-chassidim. 
It's a way of thinking that that is unholy. That makes that separation between between the inside of Ismaj and outside of Ismaj. To be a Jew everywhere in your life and everything that you do, to be an Eved Hashem. The, the, the Misnagim would agree to this as much as the Chassidim would agree to this in principle, but how to live this way. In the Ur of the Vashemta, this is, this, is, this is absolutely clear. In Torah, of course, it's clear to be Ehrlich, to be honest in everything we do. That's why we have Ebenez and Chayesh Mishpah. But how, would, how to apply it and how to live that way? It's not so partial. Yeah, yeah. How, how would the Chassidus view what we, what we think, what we assume to be the call of the Zayn Sapaka, meaning that we just brought that up, isn't it Mephorish that, that it is a call? Like, do things change? What did you say, everyone? It doesn't go away. It's here. We've got to deal with it. Made it harder. So, the question of and this Kala Adam Bavarecha, the curse of earthly existence, how does that stem with the Tachlis of creation, which is the earth, which is the Savakas Baruch Leos Leos That's the question that we're going to be talking about more. How does that stem? It seems the Bechlau that from that perspective it seems that I that earth itself is a curse and earthly existence is a curse so how does that stem with the tachas of creation of of Kavodo, of revealing Hashem's revealing Hashem's covet in, 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 in everything what about the klola what about the curse of of, of Adam and what about that curse? Did things change? Was that was there was there like Plan A and then and now this is all Plan B? Like this is this is all all of all of history is like Plan B. That other Machava sent us into this big bedevit, and that all of creation is itself a bedevit. That the world is a bedevit, as it is after the curse. And before the curse, that was the Lachachila. And now, and being in the world is a klala. How, 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 did that, how did that change? Are we now just, is this all a bit of it? You know, Chazal say in the 24 item, Ace Lehov, Ace Lisno, the 28 item that says in, in Kohelis. So Chazal added many more to that. And Chazal said, there was a time for Adam to go into Gan Eden, there was a time for Adam to leave Gan Eden. Which, like many other Chazals, implies that this is all Hashem's plan. This is all Hashem's plan. Whether you see it as a curse or as a blessing, whether you see it, life as a curse or as a blessing, has to do with whether you see God in it or you don't see God in it. The danger of Bezeas, there's no, there's no curse in sweating over what you do. And that, it, and, that, and that it's not going to come easy. It's the same way that the broch of the end of time is the Malach that will have more time to be able to stay focused on on Ruchnistika matters. And there's still an ideal that learning and davening 
learning and davening and being able to and being able to stay focused on 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 learning and davening is an ideal. That has that that's that's the the the, the hope that we have when Mashiach comes. The vision of Mashiach is not that we're all going to be is not that we're all going to be like uh, you know building rail, railroads and, and and buildings. That's not that that's not what we're waiting for. The whole tachlis of creation is is to be able to be free, like the Rambam says, to in Hilchas to to think about Elokus and to be able to be focused on Elokus. So, how does all that stem? How does all that work with the That everything, everything is Hashem, and that at the end of time, it's going to be revealed. That every single thing is a lakus. So why does the world have to change? Why is it that others will do our work and we'll be able to concentrate and, and focus on on spiritual matters? All right. So we're going to going to talk more about that and how all of that comes together. Mitzvah Shem will learn that. That's what we're learning. Oh, so he says, The parish saw Hashem only in the Gemara. It's just a way to, to, to live. The wanted to reveal to him that Gashbaruch was found also in the bread that he's eating. Who the next page? The last page of the other side. Therefore, the Balshamtov wanted to the Balshamtov wanted to draw out from this Tamil Chacham the Tehilus, the praises that the Jewish people praise Hashem. In physical matters as well. Because the physical world also is Megal Kvayda Hashem, reveals Kvayda Hashem. In this matter itself, Now in this Chiddush of the Baal Shem Tov, the Baal Tanya was Mechadish, a Chiddush Within the Chiddush. Now, you know what, let's try to start this next time. So, so let's get ready for that. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.